Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. As always, shoot us an email, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com. Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N dot wineandweed at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Send us something. Like, subscribe. This week we talk about some shit, man. Get ready. But without further ado, enjoy this shit. Attention, Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled badass, professional, woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. Hold on two seconds. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just uh, entertain yourself there for a second. Like and subscribe to One and Weed Wednesday. This is why there's background music, because... If there is any dead silence, then at least there's like a tasty tune to tasty enjoy. Tune. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it or not. Hold on. And I hope it's like not too loud. It shouldn't be. I know I'm kind of deaf, but I feel like I've never listened to an episode, so I have no idea. So, uh, there's a lot going on in Gaza right now. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. I'm and happy. I'm interested I've been to hear about season. all of I've, I've been watching it live for, this is the 13th day now? I'm, I didn't start on the first day, but... I yeah, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Our number one reporter on... All things worldly. I mean, I, I have high standards, but I also have understanding. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so, very interesting. You know what is very interesting about it? Very. Uh, let's start. Let's start from the beginning. I love what's interesting about it. Well, okay. So basically, you know that Hamas did this attack on Israel, and they took a lot of hostages and killed a lot of people and now Israel is saying we have to defend ourselves and they are flattening Gaza and I understand that there has to be a response to the terrorist attacks. I'm not saying there should be no response but I what I don't understand is how people have expected these humans to live in an open-air prison where they are allocated a ration of food a day and they've been there for 80 years. They're three generations deep 
into an open air prison. They can't even swim out in their water. If they go within 300 meters of their border, they're allowed to shoot to kill Israeli soldiers. That is the same as someone in Mexico coming up to their border, 300 on their side of the country. And as soon as they're close to it, American soldiers are just allowed to kill them. Like, I don't know how we expected them not to snap 80 years deep. That's wild. You know, I, I'm kind of woefully ignorant. And, and what, is in, what is super interesting about what's happening right now is that usually whatever America does, everybody does, right, because we're allies and they have been, I don't know, up until I'd probably, taking a wild stab in the dark, I'd say up until around 2016, were um were with know, Israel? No, I'm just saying in as your world, you know, your world reputation and standing sort of up until 2016, it was wavering a bit, but you were the world leaders. And there hasn't really been a huge major, apart from Russia, Ukraine, which is somewhat contained. Yeah. There hasn't been a huge world catastrophe since the world has somewhat changed their view of America and what was unbelievably interesting this week is that Biden flew into Israel to have a meeting about continuing to just carpet bomb Gaza with Netanyahu and he did it as an election move because they could have done a zoom there was absolutely no reason to fly him into Tel Aviv it was unbelievably dangerous it was an absolute waste of resources think about how many secret service would have had to have been there for this 30 minute photo op okay so he flew in there thinking this would be a really He's good thing. making because, a response. Because the U.S. Was, is with Israel and everyone's always with the U.S. Well, they sure. wait because promptly after that meeting, the U.N. held their next emergency meeting and the only people who were standing with Israel are the United States and Germany and literally every other country tore them a new arsehole like full gape raped asshole like they were like you've committed 24 war crimes within the last half an hour should we go back through the last 24 should i go back through the last decade the countries tore them to shreds and i don't i don't know if you've been watching it but um it's interesting because america had openly made their stance and the world's going yeah no um we're not with um, completely genociding a people. We're not with you. And that's the first time that this has happened. So the rest of the world is not with Israel. And not with America. Well. Wild. Wild. So there you go. There's sort of a bit of an update. So is the world ending? Is that what this is? Is this the apocalypse? It can't, it's not the apocalypse, but it is quite scary because Palestine is moving in. They've said if Israel doesn't stop that they will start coming into Israel from the Palestinian border, and they have started fighting at the border there now. Um, and there's been another country then, and there's something happened with Egypt this morning as well. So it's like... Because these people, the Palestinian people, are trapped in a 25-mile open-air prison, what is left of the Gaza Strip, and they continue to 
take more and more land each day they have for the last 80 years it's a continue they they the other thing is we grew up hearing two state solution two state solution the israeli government doesn't recognize a two state solution they are open in that their goal is to rid of palestine so they don't have any other goal apart from push these people out and how like it's 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 fucked and you used to be able to get away with this stuff because you could the propaganda could stand, but it can't in today's world when people have access to what's actually going on. Fighting for the Holy Land. Fighting for the Holy Land. What would Jesus think? Well, I think that um, black socialist Jesus from the Middle East would probably be pretty angry at, at at the people carpet bombing children in hospitals and churches. Who That's did that? Guess. Israel did that? Yeah, consistently for the last 13 days and inconsistently for the last 80 years. They have not stopped bombing for the last 13 days. No That's no bueno. That's no bueno. Murdering children is a no-no. We oh. all no-no. It's a big no-no. But what is interesting is the split in the um, support and that's why it's sort of at a stalemate because America, I'm sure Biden was like, yeah, let's just carpet bomb them out, done, land's yours, and then came out of that meeting thinking everyone would be with him on that and no one was. So now what? Well. It's not a good look when it's uh, America and Germany against the world. It's an interesting turn of events. We beat them. But isn't it funny? Not funny, but Germany's like, yeah, no, no, like that's fine. We're really, we're still really sorry, guys. Anything you'd like to do, (laughs) they just Germany can't go against Israel. They're just like, no, no, yep, cool. We're still. (laughs) It's all our fault anyway. Really, do what you want. Well, it makes me feel weird about the obsession about the flag. (laughs) That's a joke nobody will get, but I think it's funny. You'll get it. Um, So, who started it? Well, who started it it was when Israel was given that land that wasn't theirs and people were forcefully pushed out. They set up a border Mm. and then every single day since then for 80 years they have tried to move that border further and further to the sea. And it hasn't ever stopped. And then you see these terrorist attacks, which aren't nothing. They did take children and babies hostages. I am not discounting that. I can't imagine what those parents went through. So then Israel went out and did that. So because Hamas did a terrorist attack taking hostages, because they really don't have... And also uh, Israel has, a, has the Iron Dome, which America paid $1 billion with a B dollars for, which is a big missile defense system that sits over... I've seen, I seen, a, I seen a, a reel of the Iron Dome working, and I was like, that's 
insane. It's, cr- it's crazy to watch in real time because, I yeah, cause as I said, I've been watching the CCTV cameras in Gaza for 13 So years. I guess I can't say I've seen nothing. But, but what I've I'm saying nothing. is that you can't shoot a rock. Like, they are defenseless. So at 80 years, like, yes, they do terrorist attacks. I think you would too. If you if you had if you were born in that open air prison and so was your father and you weren't allowed to even swim out to sea and kill yourself if you wanted you can't go the open even, air prison it, you can't in go Israel? anywhere you can't go within three hundred meters of the actual border or you are shot to kill and Israel will shoot you to kill yes. if you get close to their within three hundred meters of their the little border. island. Their little island in the midst of the desert. Yeah. So if you go within three hundred meters, on so why do you call it an open air prison? Like, why do you just not go over there? They were there, and Israel arrived forcefully. Yeah. It's not really. I mean, I feel like when I think of open air prison, I don't really. Well, it's I a feel big, like Israel's an open air prison. Foot- it's a big sixteen foot gate around a twenty four mile area that you can you can think, never you can never get out of. So I don't know how else you would explain it. There you can't get out of the border, like no. what's on the other side. You're not allowed to leave. There is sea on one side. If you go with you're allowed to fish for up to two nautical miles. If you go further, the ta- there are war Israel warships com- stationed twenty four seven. They will shoot to kill. If you go on I either look the- at a map. Yeah, if you go on either of the three land borders within 300 meters, we'll pull up a fucking map. If you go within 300 meters. I can't because I'm on my phone. When when I do that, you're like, it sounds like you're fucking, I don't know, some hen pecking or something. So you have a small rectangle. Just listen for two seconds. You have a small rectangle. On the left-hand side of it is the ocean. And then you've got the top, the long right side, and the bottom. And that's all... You can't go within 300 metres of the big fence if you do the shoot to kill. If you go out into the ocean further than two miles, you're shot to kill. Oh, so you're like... In an open prison. I'm uh, grabbing my other electronic device. That is in this room. All right, I found it. Quality. Like and subscribe. We're getting on the web. Getting on the web. So you pull up, just write in Gaza Strip, and it'll pull up where it is in relation to is Like, the Israel surrounds it, and every day they try and move the border a little bit more. <laughs> it's so bad, Mitch. And these people had been there for thousands and thousands of years when Israel arrived forcefully. We'll just have to pick up on this in a minute because on the actual location, I'll just pretend I know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, that's basically <laughs> it. So it's it's um, not good. It's not good. Third, we're, down, we're on day 13. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's not much of Gaza left if you look at photos. They've, I think they will just flatten it, unfortunately. It's devastating. And there's, I mean, the videos, it's fucked. They're bombing hospitals. I don't know what else to say about it. It's pretty, I'm pretty upset about it, to be honest, obviously. What else to say? People are gross. People are gross. I can think of an old uh, George Carlin clip I had seen. Oh, George Carlin has a whole bit about Palestine. And back went and back from one of his specials, he has a whole bit. Oh, I don't doubt it. He was And that very... was how long ago? Like and it's and they have half the land that they do that then than they did when he did that bit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's pretty All strange. right. All right, anyway, so, so what's going on in America? You guys are I... like bowing to the flag and stuff. How's it going over there? We're all it's going good. Good. Tell me more. I'm zooming out on here. Yeah, there is. You found it? Yeah. So you can imagine, and there's warships lined up on the in the ocean two nautical miles out. And there's snipers around the entire wall just watching to see if you come within 300 metres. And you can't shoot anything in there because they have an iron dome that America doesn't even have. But let's spend a billion dollars on it for Israel. Israel's got just a big old chunk all around. What's in uh, the West Bank? What's that? That the West is where Bank. more Palestinians are. So the Holy Land is the Gaza Strip sort of area. I mean, the West Bank is all sort of holy, but that is what they're fighting over. Yeah, like Jerusalem is, I remember Jerusalem. that. Name. Yeah, That's the Gaza Strip, the Jews believe that their special bookie-wookie, it says in there, someone said once there, a couple, like a couple of thousand years ago with um their, like, I don't know, the three-year-old educational level or whatever they had back then. They said that that their God, the Jewish God, which, I mean, there's, there's 4,000 of them, but let, their God said that that's your land and a book said that somewhere and so they think, oh, we can just kill these people then because our God said. It's which crazy. Is, is, is insane. That's and it's insane crazy. for anyone to, I mean, that's like, it, it would be as if the Scientologists came to us and said, sorry, America's ours and just carpet bombed. You're like, why? And they're like, well, Al Ron Hubbard said so. And like, well, we don't believe that. Well, we do. Like, it's insane. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Damascus, they got great steel. Lebanon. I bet Beirut's nice. Tripoli. So my friend in Norway, she was Kurdish, and the Kurdish people also don't have any land 
after all that's another story similar but they are completely displaced Kurdistan doesn't exist and um similarly to Palestinians I don't know too much about Kurdistan I'll be honest I should probably look at it but they where's have, Kurdistan you know, at it doesn't exist it was overtaken by Israel um Israel I believe I don't know I like oh, I, I said I, I don't know I much zoomed about all the way out to Norway now I'm going back. No, 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 no. She let me explain why she lived in Norway. Okay, so the Kurdish people had a place called Kurdistan. It is forcefully taken over, and they. Sorry, we live here now, so they don't have a land. Her parents, who are now like my parents' age, they were Kurdish guerrilla fighters, and Ooh. so the. Um, Dude, I would know. never want to fight a guerrilla. I don't care what you believe. So the only, like, like her parents live in Norway now, but when she was growing up, she lived with her mum and, like, there's all these photos of her on her mum, like her mum wearing a baby carrier and she is, um, like, her mum's got, like, a a full machine gun and, like, in her hands, like, and she's got this baby strapped to her. And, um, That's wild. Wild. And then when she was sort of becoming a toddler, it was getting obviously more difficult to, like, you're in an active war zone. So her grandparents moved to Norway as refugees and took the granddaughter and the parents stayed to fight for their land. And they, Kurdistan doesn't exist. They ended up just moving to Norway when my friend Sahar was around seven years old. So she really didn't know her parents until she was seven. Um They'd just been fighting. That's insane. Yeah. The Middle East is nuts. And it's the West that, I mean, it's like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they can't work it out over there. It's like, no, we came in and we're like, this is ours now. Like, the same as anything ever is like colonization, forceful, forceful colonization. Like, it's not the fact that they're fighting between themselves over there. It's that Israel came in and took that. Like, I, like, I don't understand where the disconnect is. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty sketchy. Um, makes you wonder if it's just going to be one of those where like, we're just like, they're just going to flatten it. And then it's better to ask forgiveness than permission exactly. or whatever, you know. Exactly. Whoops. It's yeah, wild. maybe. Yeah, maybe you were right, but since it's already happened, we're and just other gonna let it happen. The Isra- Israeli propaganda is out of control. Like you watch them live, watch the rocket shoot from where they are on the camera, hit a hospital, and 20 minutes later they will do a tweet saying, we just had reports that Hamas have taken over one of their own hospitals. How could they do this to their people? And you're like, I watched you do that. And all of the internet, thankfully now, is like, uh, that's not what happened. Like, what is interesting is that Israel is trying to just continue with the same messaging they always have, but people are sort of aware now or are looking and going, well, hang on. What? Yeah. It's like doubling down on a lie when you get caught lying. 
Yes. It's like natural it's human behavior. I guess. It's fucking weird. But it's it's for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just like oversaturation, like there's just too much going on to pay attention to all. So you decide that you're gonna have to let some things slide to devote your attention to what you deem the pressing matters, right? Right. And it seems like they've figured out a way to like like basically dismiss all the bad all the important topics and only focus in on the benign things. I don't know if I use that word right, but yeah like just, you know, I also think it's kind of peculiar well they don't I guess I see why like when the government revealed that about aliens like I'm kind of a little shocked that like nobody gave a shit I like, know it is kind of that's weird. pretty think... fucking wild but they also didn't really confirm like they didn't answer anything they're just kind of like it's already out there anyway, so just fuck it. But they yeah. didn't really say any. They didn't really divulge any information. They just said accepted that accepted it and moved on. Yeah. I'm like, yes, obviously things going on in Israel is important for the global climate. I mean. It'll be one like in the history book. So like the fucking events at the Gaza Strip is what spurred on the cataclysm. And that's why we all live in nuclear shelters. Yeah. You know? But don't worry. Your kids, kids will be able to venture out if our math is correct. If not, we're all going <laughs> to die down here. Oh, God. So gloom and doom. I know, pretty doom and gloom. But it is what it is. That is what's what happening. What else is going on? I've seen... Um, well, Will, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Yeah, Jada finally revealed that they've been officially separated since 2016. Yep. And I think she's a nightmare. Like, I, I think he's in a semi-abusive relationship. I think she's really toxic. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think. I like him. You know what is so interesting? Hold on, I've got one for you. Is yeah. that in the book she said that Tupac proposed to her while she was in prison. While, while he, he was, was in yeah. while he was in prison while he was in Rikers. Well, he was yeah. only in Rikers for one month, and it was during a time that Jada wasn't even in the country, and he was also engaged to someone else. He proposed to her the day before he went into Rikers, and it was like an openly known like she totally just lied about that. There's no way he could have. For so, 
Or if he did propose, it wasn't like her memories, like so he, or something, because it can't have been while he was at Rikers. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't his for that sexual assault allegation. Watch, then his fiance moved like within the neighborhood to be able to visit him every day. Like it was like in the news and stuff at the time. He wasn't so engaged to Jada. <laughs> he was openly engaged to someone else. The day he went in, it was like a. It was like a he made it a thing like it was you know what i mean she's just capitalizing on that tupac buzz and reminding everybody that she still exists i guess i don't know she did such a good job in menace to society such a great movie i have not seen that so i'm not sure it's a classic who got some snaps for the petro AWAC. It's wild. It's a classic. Hughes Brothers, I think, directed it. That's right. I can almost see it in the opening credits in my head. It's weird how you can, like, remember weird shit. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I know what you mean, where you can, like, see it. And you're like, why? This is like, why would I remember this so, um, like, detailed? Like, this means nothing. Why is this taking brain space? Wow, the opening scene of that movie is pretty wild. Wow. They're in a liquor store, and they're going to get a couple 40s, and the... Owner, one of the owners of the liquor store is like kind of following them around and one of the guys there it's like the main character and his is like best friend is homie and his homie is like a hothead like wild card mm-hmm. and they go to check out and he's like talking shit while they're in there because he's like you know you ain't gotta be creeping you don't have to be following us around and then they go to check out and they start talking some shit. And then the store, the owner is like Asian. And he's like, I feel sorry for your mother. And he freaks out, shoots the guy. Then he goes and shoots his, the old guy's wife because she's there working. And they like uh-huh. snatch the tape, rob him, and then get out of there because the cops are showing up. It's like a wild glimpse into the hood life in the 90s or so. You know, I was watching Miss Pat last night, an interview with Miss Pat. She's so fucking funny. And it was on Juicy Yeah. It was on Juicy Scoop. And um so you know she's like talking about hot topics and Miss Pat doesn't fucking know any of that. She doesn't have time for that. She's raised like 12 kids, you know, like anyway, like she's asking her, she goes, um they're talking about Will and Jada, and Heather McDonald says, like, yeah, and it, what's really weird is Willow Smith said, like, I wish that Tupac could come down from heaven and make my mommy happy, and, like, so she, wrote weird. A, she wrote a letter to he- Tupac yeah. in heaven saying that, and and Will was aware of that, and <laughs> Miss Pat just looks Heather McDonald straight in the eyes and goes, oh, Heather, I can tell you've never had any of that good black dick. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, but Willow has, and Willow wants her mama to be happy again. 
<laughs> Will oh gets it. <laughs> oh so my funny. god. Like, how emasculating must that be for Will? I know. That's why I'm saying it's I... like abusive. Like, she is. You look at him and it's like derogatory, like purposefully. Honestly, the more that that like kind of comes to the light or whatever, like you know, because she's like forcefully bringing this up, and it, it feels forceful, you know. And like right. the more I'm like, you kind of just see like Will looks like a battered husband, like yeah, he looks even. In his low moments, it looks like it, but like, and then it's just like, poor guy's just like, I don't know. He seems like a super likable guy. I know. You know, like, I hope he files for divorce. I hope he files for divorce. I mean, what I. Yeah, he seems like a, a really nice guy, and she is a nightmare. You know, even, like, it makes you wonder. Like, you want to see the – I wish there was, like, a camera footage of Will and Jada when Chris Rock literally made, like, those very mild, very docile jokes like um because the clips that you see is like will laughing at him and then her not laughing and then all of a sudden he gets upset well no she explained that in the book too oh i ain't fucking reading her book let's be real here (laughs) that's (laughs) definitely not happening that actually there were some people who were aware of their separation or like, you know, people were talking that was open or whatever. Yeah. And people suspected Chris Rock asked her out within the last couple of years. Really? Yes. And so she believes obviously it had to do with that. What she was most shocked about, and this is how she segued into the fact that they had been separated is that she said, what, what was most surprising to her in that moment was that Will referred to her as his wife. But where well, you're right, because when you're watching it in real time, she looked at him like, you better fucking do something. Or I don't yeah. know. And maybe, like, you know, it kind of adds another dynamic because then it makes you wonder, like, so did did Chris find out early on in this separation situation and then like try to pounce too soon or what you know what I mean? And like in an uncomfortable way. And then, so there's already that, you know, Maybe it was, like, on the cusp. Maybe it wasn't even happening yet. And then, like, you know, he made a distasteful pass at her. While, so then, like, him's Will saying that is, like, him referring back to when, you know, when shit was hitting the fan, you were not fucking helping. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you added fuel to the fire. 
So that was right. his reaction to it, that. And that's why he said that as, a, you know, he was maybe already fully accepting it. That's why. But you know what I like? I don't know. That's crazy speculation. I no, love but it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But she does just. And he, she humiliated him in that interview on Red Table Talk. You knew, Will. You knew about the entanglement. Like, and he's crying. Yeah. He was, like, silently weeping, too. It wasn't. Like, she's a, she's a nightmare. Truly. It just doesn't seem very nice, like a nice thing to do to somebody. Like, not certainly not someone like, who you love. Yeah, like, you know, even if they agree to it, like, and she said in the book he him, wanted to come on, it did not appear that way. That she, that she didn't, it wasn't her idea. He wanted to come on and talk about it and everything. And maybe that he did, maybe he did say, let's clear some stuff up. But then again, when you sat down to have this respectful conversation in front of the world, you humiliated him. Let's not forget that these motherfuckers are actors also. That's very <laughs> true. I think about that often. Oh, man. But then also it's like, man, are you that desperate for attention that you would literally make your personal life a sh- like not just a show, a fallacy, like yeah. just for that level, like that... Um, form of display like can you not can you can you not just make another fucking movie that's like this you know what else is interesting looking back is that like with every interview like he was the one making moves like she sure sure i'm not saying she didn't have a career she certainly did but he was the blockbuster guy when they were at places like oprah or whatever it was because he had a movie coming out when they were in this, once they were married, and this is just what it was. He was, it was, they weren't there promoting one of her movies. But mm-hmm. somehow she's always there. It's like this, like, she's the main character in every interview. They're laughing about how she wears the pants and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this guy just made a blockbuster movie. How do we let him promote? Why, why are we doing an interview with you about how you wear the pants in the relationship? And Will's this guy just. There. This guy just made a blockbuster movie. Why is he holding your purse? Your hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's weird. One thing, the one thing I learned from the Red Table Talks. Yes. When that is that her family has fantastic genes or they have a fantastic oh. Oh, they've doctor. Got genes. Oh, my God. They have yes, they yes, they have fantastic. Her mother looks incredible. <laughs> yeah, for an old lady, oh. her mom. Yeah, and Willow's gorgeous too. They've got incredible genes. Hey yeah. Mitchell, I am gonna have to go back to work. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Okay, no, I'm gonna text ready. you. I have I have a title already picked out. I'm gonna text. Oh you. my god, I can't wait to not use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Hey, I'm back. Cool. Man, I'm 